Hey everybody, so today is going to be the mid-year book freakout tag situation that I think people only do on YouTube, but I also do it on my podcast in the middle of the year because I think it's fun to uh, look at the books that you've read so far this year because we're halfway through the year, holy guacamole. Um, I just made myself a little sad thinking about the last time I recorded this last year because I was at the lake when I was doing that. And I'm at home now, so that is not the same as last year. But this year we have the added effect of fireworks going off because I live in St. Louis and fireworks go off for about a month in between June and July um, because people don't seem to understand that 4th of July is on the 4th. But anyways, um, more power to all of the party people. So this is um, just a tag. It has like all these questions about your book reading experience for the half, the first half of the year. And I am going to go through them. Um, I always like tweak things, I feel like, to fit my needs. And so like you're supposed to leave like one answer. And I usually have like a bunch because that's what I do. Um, But yes. So let's get into it. So the first question is just how many books have you read so far this year? I've read 79, which my goal in general is 150 books. And so to me, if I read 75 by halfway through the year, then I'm like halfway to my goal. So 79 is perfect. I'm like four books ahead. We love that. Um, And I think that's especially good because the last two months I've been struggling, I think, to get through books. Um, I've wanted to DNF like everything. So I think the fact that I'm completing books at all is good. Um, But yeah, 79 is a lot. I I know like when I first started reading again um, back in like 2017, 2018, whenever that happened, um, I think my goal was 52 books, and I didn't hit it, but I came close. And so the fact that I've already read 79 this year is amazing, and we're only halfway through. Um, question number two is, what is the best book you've read so far this year? And I have a lot. <laughs> um, I think I ultimately think the answer is either Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister or... Um, Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. Santanto. I loved both of these books. Uh, Wrong Place, Wrong Time is a thriller, and Vera Wong is a like mystery, like a cozy mystery. But I really enjoyed both of them. I also really liked The Villa, Behind Closed Doors, The Wife Stalker, um, Little Secrets, and She Started It. Those are all thrillers I really enjoyed. And then... Um, shit actually I thought was hilarious that was the Lindy West book where she just like dissects really popular movies rules for being a girl I feel like is really impactful and it hit me like really really hard after reading I think it was like one of the last books I read for the month that I was trying to do an audiobook every day of the month and um, to get through like books and to not feel any sort of like reading fatigue and then to end it with like that book it might not have been the very last book but it was one of the last books and it was just like so good and it made a very big impact and then I also really liked Begin Again by Emma Lord I thought it was just like such a good 
like new adult like YA situation um, and I really really loved it number three is worst book you've read this year so um I just have a bunch of like I have a hodgepodge here so my horizontal life by Chelsea Handler it just like didn't hold up like I really like Chelsea Handler and her books are usually pretty funny but this one was just like not it class mom was absolutely fucking terrible that book was so stupid the rumor the room oh the rumor Ellen Hildebrand that book was dumb there's no that book it was so unsatisfying Sherlock Holmes it's like I get it but like I was disappointed I didn't think it was that great my summer darlings absolutely terrible the last word the spare room and the housemaid I just recently read and those were all garbage so I could probably list a lot of books that were not great and that's not great but it is what it is Question number four is a sequel, the best sequel that you read so far this year. I've read the Finley Donovan series. I restarted the Finley Donovan series, so I have read, um, so I was, I reread them in anticipation for the third book that came out this year. So um, not only did I read the third book, but I also read the second book. So I read two sequels in that situation, and um, I think the second book is my favorite now. Maybe the first is still, but the second book I found an appreciation for. Um, the third book was just okay, but it was still, like, obviously great. It's Finley Donovan. The Night in Question, I really loved. I liked this one more than the sec- the first book. Um, this is part of the Agatha series, and I really enjoyed it. And then The True Love Experiment. I can't believe I didn't put that as best book, because that's one of the best. I think I, oh, I did. I wrote it, and then I crossed it off. So, you know, there's that. The True Love Experiment is, a, like, a companion novel to the soulmate equation and that one was really fantastic i really love that number five is books that you've reread this year so i reread the summer i turned pretty series i reread to all the boys i loved before i reread the giver i reread finley donovan and i reread peter pan the giver i then continued and read um two other books that are in this series it's like a series they're like connected but they're not Um, and then there's one more book in that series ish, whatever you want to call it that I haven't read. Um, but I, you know, read the the first three at least. Question number six is a book that made you cry. So I haven't finished a man called Ove, but I have it on here and, um, and I know his name isn't Ove, but that's just what I'm going to say. People are calling it Otto now because they changed the name. I'm just going to say Ove and just, sorry. Uh, to that man so I haven't finished it but I know that that one just just the small amount of that that I have read this year has made me cry so I'm putting it on here and then also the benefits of being an octopus because it just like really hit me this girl and her poor life and the things that she's had to deal with it was just like really really sad Next is a book that made you happy. I put Quietly Hostile on here by Samantha Irby because I think she's just hilarious. Shit, actually, I should have put in this category, but I didn't. But that was just, like, so fun to listen to. Vera Wong I put on here because it was just so cute and so cozy. And you just get the absolute best vibes from this book. And then I also put The True Love Experiment for pretty much the same reason. Like, it's just so good. It's so cute. It's so well done. And I really just loved reading it I had such a good time reading it 
Number eight is The Biggest Disappointment. So I put Sherlock Holmes. I really thought I was going to like Sherlock Holmes more than I did. And I thought it was going to be a little bit more like mystery, like whatever. It was definitely something like my husband could solve what was going on. Like he could figure out what was happening like ahead of time. But that's because he's like a robot and can like understand this stuff on such a level that I cannot. But um, I... Like, I thought it was going to be, like, more, like, clues and things that, like, made sense. Some of the things were just, like, purely, like, random. And, like, there's something about a dog that I just, I didn't understand. Um, I put Finna on here because um, I think I thought it was going to be, like, really cool poetry. Um, and it just was pretty much just the same guy over and over again just, like, harping about his name and I just didn't like it and then also the housemaid because the housemaid was supposed to be one of my like five stars for the year and um it was such a dud like it was such a dud and I just watched a video of Chandler Ainsley's where she was talking about how good it was and I was like ma'am did we read the same book because no number nine is biggest surprise of the year animal farm I feel like was a surprise Typically, when you read a classic, I think you're kind of going into it, like, or at least I go into it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, we'll see, um, especially something like that, where it's like, it's a book that is talked about in schools, although I never read it in school, um, it's a book that is, like, used in a lot of whatever, 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 and so I felt like there was a lot writing on it, and then the fact that I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so great, like, I love when that happens, like, I really enjoy um, I think that happened when I read Fahrenheit 451. Like that one was also pretty good. So I like being surprised, pleasantly surprised by enjoying classic books. Um, wrong place, wrong time because it came out of nowhere. Like I had no, um, I was like, I'll just pick this up. But I had like zero expectations. I thought it was going to be like a super fluffy thriller and I was just going to like read it, forget about it, whatever. But this like had such a hold like it was so good so that was great um lindy west in general like her books i've never read before so just like reading her books um that was a surprise because they're all delightfully funny and then blood sugar i put blood sugar on here because i was expecting so katie colson read it and katie colson didn't like it she i think she gave it like two or three stars um, which typically I should know better because we don't have the same taste, but she made me think that I was going to like it just based on what she was saying. And, um, it, it's a book that I typically wouldn't like because it's very stream of consciousness. It's just con- stream of consciousness, con stream of consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. Okay. <laughs> um, I had like a stroke. It's fine. Um, it's not something that I typically probably would like, but the way it was done was so, it was just, she was very, um, she was very dry and she was like very matter of fact, like, yes, I did kill someone. Let me tell you about it. And was like very just like, "Uh uh-huh, this is what happened. And I, that was different and I was pleasantly surprised because I thought I was going to DNF it. I didn't think I was going to even like enjoy it. I was just like, well, I'll just read this and see what happens. So I was very happy that I enjoyed it. Number 10 is um, underrated books this year. Wrong Place, Wrong Time is not getting enough hype. I know it was like a last year book and it even was like in the Goodreads Choice Awards and things like that. But 
wrong place, wrong time should be talked about way more than it is. I didn't see hardly anybody talk about it. And I'm seeing a little bit more people talk about it now, but certainly not enough. Rules for being a girl. I think this like flew under the radar because I did not see one person talk about it. And granted, it's YA and I typically don't see as many people talk about YA books, but it's really good. And I'm, I think it's weird that people haven't talked about it, especially given the content. It's very similar to My Dark Vanessa and everybody loves My Dark Vanessa. And I feel like Rules for Being a Girl is a little bit more palatable. And um, I think it's weird that people don't talk about that book more. Uh, I think it's weird that people don't read more Liv Constantine books, especially because a lot of the people that I follow read a lot of thrillers. So um, I did see Olivia Reads a Latte. She is starting to read more Liv Constantine books, but um, I just think that she's like an underrated author. She's not a great author. She's not fantastic by any means. Um, don't get me started. Nobody gives Sherry Lupina the love that she deserves. It's fine. But I feel the same way a little bit about Liv Constantine where I don't feel like people talk about her enough and people like like other people more and I don't understand why. All the dangerous things. I absolutely fucking hated Stacey Willingham. I think is her name. Uh, the Flick, a flicker in the dark I hated that book so fucking much but this one and everybody talked about that one and I was like this is terrible but everybody talked about that one but this one nobody's talking about really and this one's fantastic and I'm like what the fuck am I doing wrong that nobody Vera Wong nobody talked about Vera Wong I don't know what the fuck everybody's doing but that was the best fucking book I don't know what everybody's doing the Agathas there's only one person I know that's read this series and um, I just think that it deserves more hype. Again, it's like a young adult book, so I kind of understand. Little Secrets by Jennifer Hiller. I, Hillier. Um, I think this probably had its run. I think it's a couple years old, and I think that's why nobody's really talking about it. But still, like what the fuck? Number 11 is a new release that you're looking forward to reading. Um, tell me, or that you have gotten to, or something like that. I don't know. I didn't write the questions down. Um, tell me what really happened. I don't know who it's by. I just know it has like the lie detector test on the front cover. Um, this is told in like all like transcripts and things like that. And I fucking love those kinds of books. So I'm really excited about that. And then similarly, number 12 is anticipated new releases for the rest of the year or the second half of the year. Um, and I know that Alice Feeney, May Cobb, and Sherry Lapina all have books coming out and Lisa Jewell. So I'm hoping that all of those are good, although I know that they won't be. But those are all thrillers, so we'll see what happens. Um, there's also a Jesse Q. Satanto book that's a thriller that's coming out, and that I think would be interesting as well because her books have been like a cozy mystery vibe. So I'm curious what a bit of a thriller, and I think it's also YA, so we'll see. Number 13 is favorite new authors that you found this year. Liv Constantine, for sure, like has solidified a place. Um, I've always just like kind of like seen her books in passing and never really cared. But this year, I just like have been binging all of her books because they're just really bingeable. Um, Jillian McAllister, Wrong Place, Wrong Time was fantastic. So like anything that she writes, I'm like very curious. I think she has a book coming out as well. Lindy West, her books are all fantastic. I just like shot through them. They're really funny. She's very similar to Samantha Irby, and I really enjoy her humor. Um, and then Jessica Sutanto, I really like her books. I like her writing. Um, I like that she talks the way that she writes. Not a lot of people do that. Um, or I'm sure a lot of people do that, but like it's something that I notice when it happens. Um, and she definitely writes the way that someone actually talks. And so her um, writing is very enjoyable for me because of that. Number 14 is new fictional crush or whatever. 
I put Connor Prince. He's pretty much the only guy I think that I was ever like, oh, I love him. Um, unless there's someone I just like I'm forgetting about. But he is the main character or the main guy character, hero, whatever, in the true love experiment. And he is adorable. Um, number 15 is new characters that you love. Uh, I really liked Marin for in Rules for Being a Girl. She's a little badass. Vero from... Um, Vero F D. What does that say? Oh, Vero from Finley Donovan, not Vera Wong. Because I also have Vera Wong. Okay. So Vero from Finley Donovan. Um, she's just really hilarious. And rereading the books, I had an even bigger appreciation. I think in the first go around, I think the first book I was kind of like not super into her character. And then the second book, I was kind of annoyed with her character. But when I reread them, I liked her even more. And then also Vera Wong because she is a sweet baby angel. She is this year's Molly Gray from The Maid, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Shay from Begin Again is the best side character ever. She's fantastic. And then I really like Alice from The Night in Question or the Agatha series. I just really like her. And I think she's also a bad bitch. So we love that. Number 16 is the most beautiful book you've been given or purchased this year. Um, I, at the beginning of the year or end of last year, I guess, I bought um, the F. Scott Fitzgerald, like Barnes and Noble, whatever, like leather bound edition or whatever. And it's white with like gold or silver like details. And it's really, really pretty. And then also I bought Thomas books. So we bought like a Peter Pan. We're reading Robin Hood right now. And then there's like a Greek uh, mythology book or something and those were all like but the Barnes and Noble leather like if you bind something in leather and put like gold foliage on it or whatever it's it's a win for me um, and I don't really think there's been anything else I don't think anybody like gave me any books this year um, I did have a birthday what the fuck guys um, but yeah I don't think I've really gotten anything else other than the ones that I bought for myself. And I technically bought them at the end of last year, I think. So I don't know if it even counts, but I'm counting it because that's really all I've got. Number 17 is what books do you still need to read by the end of the year? I don't really have any specific books I need to read by the end of the year. I would like to work on my physical TBR a little bit and get some of the books that I own read. Um, but I also keep requesting NetGalley books and keep getting like advanced reader copies and things like that. So, um, you know, there's always new releases and I'm always itching for those. So I think like it's just a catch 22. But um, I don't think there's anything specific I need to read. Um, I have series that I'm like kind of working my way through and I'm not doing a great job with that. Um, so I have a list and I'll just keep adding to it and I'll figure it out whenever I get around to it. But I'm not putting any pressure on myself to read anything specific. Um, and then number 18 is goals for the rest of the year. So my goal is to read 150 books. Do I think I'll hit it? I don't know. I think I started the year really strong. I think I'm slowing down. So I kind of don't think I'm going to hit it. But that's okay because I definitely think I will pass whatever my total was last year, which is ultimately the real goal. Um, I'm also trying to read more like books by women of color and black women and I'm not doing a great job with that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not doing a great job with that at all. Um, but I think part of that is just like me just like being in the same space and not like expanding my, um, 
whatever. I went to the library um, with the kids and got a bunch of random books for them and we were like kind of walking around it was a day that I didn't have Thomas with me and so we were just like kind of walking around and perusing more and I ended up leaving with two library books which I don't ever do anymore because I don't have time for that if I get a book from the library it's because I requested it like five months in advance so um it's a book I think both if not the one I'm reading right now is by a black woman and it's just like if I see them, then I get them. But if I don't see them, and that's a thing, um, you know, if I'm not if I'm not being catered to, you know, seeing them in marketing and things like that, which is why everybody talks about marketing and things and how um, women of color, black women are screwed and things like that, which I can attest to because I do it. Um, if I'm not seeing their books, then I'm not thinking about it. Um, so yeah, and I will say like I scroll through Goodreads constantly, um, and a lot of the books that are interesting to me are thrillers and things like that. Um, maybe sometimes young adult, but a lot of times I do see books written by authors that aren't white women and a lot of times they're like fantasy books and things like that. And it's like maybe one day, but like right now that's just like not where I'm at. So I think like that's part of the problem as well. But that's definitely something that I need to work on because it's something that I'm always trying to be better about and I'm not I'm not ever really actively working towards that goal. Um I'm all, I'm not like not working towards that goal. I'm not ever like not trying to read other authors from other authors, but I'm not ever like actively pursuing them, I don't think. So it's something that I need to like dabble around and figure out a way that would work for me to make that more of an effort. Um, and then also I'm doing like challenges and things like uh, the pop sugar and like whatever, whatever, whatever challenges. And I've paid like no attention to those. So I kind of need to like shift gears, I think a little bit and like maybe focus on them. But I also just kind of enjoy like vibing and like if I don't fucking complete them then I don't I think I was like I think I get like a little bit stuck in like my ways and then I just like don't want to read what I'm doing and I think I'm doing that right now like these neck alley books like I don't have to read them if I don't want to I have books that I want to read I just need to do that um I think I'm just like a walking contradiction and that is just like really all there is to it and then now I'm gonna go into my ratings real quick and break those down because I feel like it um, so out of not, not my ratings, my statistics, the first one is ratings, but I'm going to go into my statistics because that's what I'm doing anyways. So out of 79 books, I have given 28 of them five stars. I've given 21 of them four stars. I've given 16, three stars, 12, two stars and two, one star. So I think that's great. I think the fact that my highest percentage is five stars I think that it just goes down it descends I think is great the fact that I've only given two one stars out um the three and two stars is a little like I wish um maybe there were less two stars and more three stars less three stars more four stars that kind of thing um but I think it's fine I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that I don't have more three stars like that three stars aren't the highest because I feel like that's the kind how I've been vibing lately is just very meh, middle of the road. So I think that's good. Um, as far as book format goes, I've read 55 audiobooks, which is absurd. Um, 13 ebooks and 11 physical books. And we know I love physical books more than anything. So this is a little bit hard for me. I did do 30 
one audiobooks in January. So that is where a large chunk of these books comes from is January. But um, still. Anyway, moving on. So author, I have 60 white women, 2 black women, 10 women of color, 5 white men, 1 black man, and 1 man of color. So the men are just like kind of whatever. I am reading women of color, so that's great. Um, but obviously, like, I could be reading a little bit less white women. Um, as far as genres go, I've read 22 thrillers. Um, I've read 16 YA. This, I think, is like the exact same as it was last year. Um, it's like the same sort of breakdown. Um, I also added mystery in here. So I've read eight mysteries. Um, I think it's time for me to start including that as a genre because some of the books that I've been reading have been like cozy mysteries. Like I think I've been calling them thrillers, but they're not thrillers because they're not, they're not thrilling. Like Finley Donovan is not a thriller. It's a mystery. Um, Jesse Q. Tonto books are not mystery or not thrillers. They're mysteries, things like that. Um, I read eight nonfiction books, which is kind of surprising, but not really. I've read nine fiction books. I've read some classics, some graphic novels, some middle grades, romance, um, a poetry book, and some horror. And that is that. Overall, I feel like it's been a really interesting uh, reading year so far. I think that, like, I've read some books that have been really, really good. Like, there are some books that stand out, like, so strongly that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, those books are fantastic. And then there's some that I've read that I'm like, holy shit, like, this has been the worst year of reading ever because these books are so incredibly bad. Um, and I just think overall, like, I'm just, like, not vibing right now with books. And so I think I just need to get back onto – I really just need to start reading more physically, which is difficult to do because baby – but um, I think, like, the more physically that I can read, like, the happier I am. Um, there was a day that I just sat and read, and I ended up reading, like, probably 200 pages of a book in one setting. And it's just, like, if I just sat there and did it, I could do it. And that is way more fulfilling to me than, like reading an ebook I just I really hate reading ebooks and I like reading audiobooks but I feel like um there are some books that I own that I would like to read and those books I don't want to read as audiobooks because I own them so it's just a little bit of a dilemma there but anyways um we will see how much things change between now and December I'm not going to make too many moves I'm going to be perfectly honest with you um I am on the fence about whether or not I'm going to try to like dig into the challenges that I'm doing and actually like try to like finish them by the end of the year because I think I'm like probably a little bit more than halfway through completing those so I think I have time but I don't know if I have the desire um, and then same thing like just like changing up my reading and stuff like those are things that I want to do but there's not things that I'm probably going to like pedal to the metal for so we will see what ends up happening until next time friends Ciao!